You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here in Denver. Oh, hey, man. How's it going? <laughs> What's up, man? Look, why don't you, Um, I already know what I want to talk about, but for everybody out there listening, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody out there? Yeah, uh, I'm an author. I write uh, books about um, cryptozoology, uh, paranormal topics, um, you know, you name it. If it's weird, uh, I've probably wrote a book about it somewhere along the line. Do you try and stay kind of within the realms of what a lot of people talk about like when it comes to i know everybody loves bigfoot everybody loves right now it's ufos like crazy um but do you i like the side ones that not a lot of people get to really understand and talk about like i have a buddy who talks about atlantis as much of a big one as that might be but it doesn't besides a couple of books and people mention it here or there or maybe jason momoa sparked up its interest at times it really doesn't get talked about it thoroughly deeply i guess only because there's not really a lot of evidence, but despite who you talk to, there are some people that are like, there's evidence everywhere you look. I'm like, all right, I get, I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, for me, like uh, when I first started writing, um, and my first book was actually about lake monsters. And the, the reason I wrote that one was because, um, at the time and, and, you know, there were a lot of good lake monster books, um, you know, uh, six seven ten years before that but at the time that i wrote that book there weren't really a lot of newer ones out there and i felt that that you know bigfoot of course is is always popular and all that but there's just so many i i, I guess the uh the market is kind of saturated with the at the at the time with the bigfoot book so i've kind of um I tried to kind of write the books that I want to read at the time, you know, so like you said, some of these subjects are, are overlooked in a sense, you know, I wrote a book about giants. I, I've wrote, um, you know, wrote a, a two lake monster books and things like that. So um, I, I kind of try to hit those topics that uh, aren't necessarily covered a whole lot sometimes. Which, um, if you had to pick out of either cryptozoology or lost civilizations, like that's a, that's a probably a whole nother topic in itself. But if you had to pick one out of either of those that you particularly find fascinated with, or, you know, probably the most about, which would it be? Well, I would think, uh, probably, um, I guess it depends, uh, like, like where I'm at at the time, I kind of go back and forth, uh, probably cryptozoology as far as like the lost civilizations go. I mean, I, I don't really, I'm not really like into Egypt and, and yeah. things like that so much. I would, uh, I would say I'm more, uh, you know, an, like an enthusiast for ancient mysteries, I guess might, might even be a better way of putting it, you know, like, um, and, and a lot of the things that goes along with that, you know, such as, uh, giants, uh, you know, uh, uh, th th those sort of things. Um, I've, I'm not really as into the, um, you know, you got a lot of people that write and, and study like the megalithic, uh, you know, structures, that sort of thing. I mean, I've visited some of those sites, you know, but I, I haven't had a chance to visit as many of them as I would like to. 
Well, why don't you pick a crypto or something that like, cause I know everyone, I, I live near Virginia. So the Mothman okay. usually gets brought up when people talk about Virginia, or if you want to talk about Jersey, there's the New Jersey devil. Um, I didn't know Pennsylvania had one. It's called the Pope licking monster, which like lives on a bridge. And it's the only cryptid apparently from what they've talked about. It has like a high death count and everyone's like, what are they cryptids killing people? No, it's cause it's on a bridge. And sadly this bridge gets used a lot by trains and there's nowhere to go when a train's coming. So basically people have to jump off or hold on to the bridge. And like a dude lost his arm. And I'm like, what's like, what about the missing link? Like that, that gets referenced in so many movies, but I don't see anybody like really deep diving into it. Well, you get, you get that a lot with, uh, with a lot of these cryptids and things. I mean, you get uh, a, a lot of it is, uh, I think a lot of this stuff, you know, gets, uh, more urban legend and things like that and then you you know like you said you get people that go out to a lot of these sites where these things have uh, supposedly been spotted or where a lot of the the stories and, and things take place and uh, you know investigators like you said people are, are out walking around on bridges and, and dangerous places and you know a lot of these uh people that go into these abandoned uh these abandoned buildings and things like that you know there's a lot of a uh, lot of danger in itself right there just uh, going out and investigating i think though like when we talk about the market being saturated i think that's kind of what dismisses a lot of this stuff too especially with ufos we're starting to see more documentaries and things of that sort being tossed out and a lot of people are diving into it it's just so hard to find someone that like when you when you talk about like all right what kind of cryptos are you into and they go like well bigfoot and it's like okay well, then they reference like for me, I would only be able to reference a couple Bigfoot documentaries or shows that are on Netflix because I just haven't really researched into it. But then when you get someone that tosses out something that you're like never heard of giants before and they like know stuff about giants, I'm like, OK, now I'm interested because a lot of this stuff gets chalked up to myth. It's kind of like the 9-11 truther thing. Like I don't like that name in the, the whole because if they're called conspiracy theorists and then they have truther in their name you're not really doing your whole entire idea a kind of a good effort to it because you're saying truther, which means you have the definitive answer. I'd rather just want to talk to someone that knows their shit about stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in any time and with, with all these topics, I mean, even uh, like, like these cryptozoology or UFO, whatever you want to call it. I mean, people that, uh, you know, set themselves up as experts, you know, like, like, like take Bigfoot, for instance, you know, you have all these people that uh, are, I mean, come across or, or claim to be experts, but I don't think you can really be an expert in something that's not proven <laughs> to exist yet. If you know There's what people I mean. selling hair online, it's kind of like, um, Roswell, New Mexico there there's they, if you go there, there's just, everything is littered with just ufo stuff everything is ufo related and that's like their town it's kind of like where the loch ness monster was found everything's nessie and it's like mm -hmm. you guys are just kind of beating the myth to a point where you can just get money out of it which i'm just like i'm not mad at if somebody wants to like create like merch on it and everything like that sure but i want to also know like this because i'm fascinated if there was because there's things we can't explain i've always seen a documentary or something like the dino fish on netflix was a documentary about how they found a 600 million year old fish that was off the coast of africa because dynamite fishermen were blowing up its home and it caused this fish that they thought was dead to like float up to the top and people were selling it at markets so i'm like okay so 
what what are we talking about chupacabra they say it's a hyena with mange i'm like but where did that stem from i know it gets stories and passed down but i kind of want to know what that real stuff is yeah and and like you said there with, with chupacabra i mean it, it, the, the way that uh I, I don't i don't even understand some of the uh you know the the reports of uh, chupacabra where it's more like um you know the dog-like creature that looks all mangy and everything i mean as far as i you know understood it up until fairly recently you know the chupacabra was more like um you know a, a creature with red eyes that you know had like a spiky back and you know almost like a cross between like a kind of like hop like a kangaroo sort of thing you know it almost sounded more maybe even more metaphysical really than than an actual um you know cryptid or like an undiscovered animal but uh, now some way that these um these blue dogs uh these hairless dogs or, or whatever you want to call them down down in texas or uh, you know that that that's got associated into the uh chupacabra thing and I, I don't really know where and when and how all that happened but it, it's just kind of the way that this stuff goes i think it got littered probably with a lot of kids my generation that were coming up because for a giant spark of a lot of people like myself interested in these topics came from slender man i mean that was a thing that was created on a creepy pasta forum of just random internet trolls creating and making a story of a character that they turned into a video game where people are like you search up slender man you there's results below it that show you missing link they show you other types of cryptids and monsters and that's i think we all have heard the story of like loch ness monster we've all seen scooby-doo cartoons of that type of stuff but i, I really i may it makes you want to explore one of these places and just be like okay like i had a, my egyptology friend on here and i was telling him, i was like all right so the theory behind it is that the people were actually the size of giants that's why they were able to lift up the pyramid piece he goes no 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 i'm like all right i get it shut me down but at the same time, you understand, like, that's a story that was created that actually it holds some weight a little bit, too, if you're trying to understand how these giant obelisks were created to build this giant pyramid. Well, yeah. And I mean, and and you look at some of those those uh, pyramids or, or other stone structures, but um you know some of some of those blocks are so big i don't know if even like a giant you know would be able to lift it but nevertheless like a lot of your um your your legends and things like um you know um indigenous uh legends i want to say you know have giants associated with pyramids or with um you know large stone structures things like that so you know it makes you wonder if uh if if there might be a little something to it it was um recently as i was watching a documentary about there's like these there's people with horns like legit actual horns that come out and they actually get like people back in the day used to persecute them and consider them witches or people that were trying to summoning the devil because they would get this horn growth coming out of the head now it's a natural growth that people actually develop it's a calcium deposit basically like how we get um if you eat too much calcium your fingernails the tips of them they'll start to get white and that's where the calcium will start to go towards now people are growing like bones out of their head and the most famous account is a woman who had one horn that came out like a giant goat that actually curved around it was so long that she had to actually hold up because it would drag her whole head down and i'm like 
bruh, man, you got to tell me there's some people out there that have like, like, like there was a picture of a dude that had a one horn that was like, um, like Hellboy kind of like one was shaved down and the other one was out. And I was like, this is where we get the stories from is some person's taking peyote in the middle of the desert. And then they see somebody that starts with a horn. I'd be freaked out too, even if I wasn't taking a drug. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, there, there have been, uh, you know, I've seen pictures of, um, you know, a couple of, you know, skulls like you're talking about that actually like, you know, just out the top, you got these like, two <laughs> little, you know, nubby things right there. And, you know, sometimes that those get, uh, you know, kind of intermingled with, uh, some of the giant stories and, and things like that. And, and, um, and, and with your giant stories, you get a lot of, um, uh, the reports and even like uh in old newspapers and things where you know these massive skulls you know were found and uh you know this the like the jawbone would have double rows of teeth and that's that's actually uh you know quite prevalent and i don't i don't really know uh you know quite how to explain the, the double rows of teeth but um you know, there, there's certainly a lot of these stories out there with that. There's an MMA fighter who um, he was getting like a doctor was checking him over before he was going into a fight. And they were like, where did you find this person? And he's from the Congo. And they're like, well, he's from the Congo. And he goes, this person has facial facial muscles that I've never seen before. Like there's just extra muscles in there. And I'm like, it's obviously like there's some people that have like maybe a, like they have an extra toe or an extra finger. And this might be a, a category of that, but just in a different manner but what i get fascinated with is the legends and the folklore that comes behind it like the new jersey devil is one i know prominently because they had that show the x-files or whatever it was back in the day and i remember it gave me fucking nightmares because i was a kid watching it and it, they talk about a half goat half human thing come out of this lady when she's giving birth and fly up a chimney and fly out i'm like I don't know where that legend came from, but somebody saw something they couldn't explain. And that's why we get Jeepers Creepers and we get all these types of movies that started profitizing it and then really turning it into this whole thing, which I enjoy the stories. I like the stories of the Yeti, even though the origin of that comes from parents trying to scare their kids, saying if you don't eat your vegetables or if you don't go to bed and you come out of your room, the Yeti will take you and kidnap you and but then there's Sherpas that have been knocked off mountains by hit by giant boulders. And I don't know if that's from an avalanche or they talk about a Yeti doing it. I'm like, is it just like how we like some people like to say, well, it was just because God wanted it that way. Is that what it is? Because I don't see a Yeti being like, why would he just toss a boulder at a random Sherpa? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 really weird, um, you know, and, and some of these stories like like you're talking about with the Jersey Devil, how how that came to be. I mean, I, I've uh, read some stuff about it that, um, you know, that there was uh, kind of like a, a feud between some some families back then. And, you know, the the leads, um, you know, it was originally called the Leeds Devil and I. Uh, you know, from what I've read, like they produced an almanac that was competing, you know, with another almanac back then. And they sort of got uh, demonized, if you will. And I, I think uh, the, um, the, uh, what, what am I trying to call it? The crest or, or whatever you want to call it, the family crest or something had like the little wings and, you know, kind of 
kind of like how the Jersey Devil supposedly has wings, and and you know I I don't know if it if it kind of like originated there, and after time you know this and that and whatever gets thrown in. But the the, the weird thing about that kind of stuff for me is, you know, even if some of these stories um, of creatures have these uh, sketchy beginnings like that, you still have you know. Um, credible people that supposedly you know have sightings of these things and that's what really blows my mind about it all i think it's those people that i would call them like kind of like a monkey wrench not that they're against or messing up the system but like there's a, so many accounts with the ufo stuff where like there's pilots like expert flight pilots that fly things that you need like top level clearance to do that talk about that the earth is flat and i'm like I don't know what to believe anymore. Like at this point, <laughs> I'm over here sitting in the corner, like, man, I'm just going to wait and hope that someone figures all this out for me and puts it on like a, a Reddit space somewhere. But it's, that's what I find interesting is that there are people who are very credible sources that don't believe, or they do believe this certain thing, or they turn it this way. And I think, um, especially like, I think with like your books, for instance, are you now, when you research these types of things and you, when you are making a story for your book do you make it your own based on actual stuff that you can read accounts of or do you also like i obviously use like as a source but you're more creating your own story within it you're not just like maybe journalistically reposing an article and then putting it back up yeah right i muted the uh, the former there you know like i'll um you know kind of kind of tell tell the tale right and and i'll find as many writings as I can maybe you know maybe pull some of the best of those to kind of retell it you know I'm not I usually I don't uh, kind of like verbatim you know put a put a sighting or or what whatever you have out there you know maybe sometimes like like if i find a like a cool uh, old newspaper clip or something like that i might might yeah. put that out there like as an example and then i'll try you know if i can to um you know add some recent stuff or you know if uh, if if someone uh, and, and people do all the time, you know, they'll contact me through my, um, through my website on, you know, the contact form and, uh, you know, they'll tell me of things that they've spotted or, or, you know, just weird encounters that they've had, you know, sometimes I'll include those where they, where they might fit in, you know, a story I'm trying to get across. Yeah, I was, I was, cause I, the reason why I say that was because there's, there's people that will go like onto a cryptozoology site just to use like to, if they're going to make a Bigfoot character, they would just look at accounts and things that they would do and then put the Bigfoot in a different scenario. But then I think what you're trying to say is that you also, you look at the, the, the report and then you, do the report, but you also kind of like look at it and you kind of to refresh it into everybody's mind. Cause if you're asking someone to look back at a report from 1970, something, nobody's going to know what that is. And they're going to care. We want it more modernized to be able to fit for us now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, you know, basically, and then I'll kind of, um, you know, and, and then a lot of the, um, you know, the things I write about, you know, I might give my personal opinion on it or, you know, like, like a lot of times you'll have some, uh, reports that, you know, seem kind of hokey, you know, so I'll be like, you know, this is a, this is a supposed sighting, but 
you know, I don't know. It, it seems kind of weird, you know. I'll, I'll give um, you know my opinion on that, or 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 some sometimes you know you'll you'll know that uh, you know some of your good sightings or this or that, whatever it may be, is is been proven to be a hoax, you know. So sometimes you know I'll include that kind of stuff to show, you know, so, you know some of the hoaxes that have gone along with it, you know. Um, but just because there's a lot of there's a lot of like hoaxed reports out there yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean that uh that you know a lot of the other reports aren't credible you know you just i i, I kind of like to let the reader decide you know what what they yeah. think about stuff i i take a big approach in in my books um you know you'll you'll see me say i don't know a lot um because you know this stuff is is just so weird a lot of times that uh, it, for me I, I i try to keep an open mind not draw you know too uh, too rigid of conclusions about a lot of these things i think that's very very important because i think what we all always like the bigfoot documentary i don't know if you saw on netflix i thought it was going to be something like credible and real about bigfoot which then, one are you talking about the newest one that came out it was like sasquatch or something uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I've seen so many of them. <laughs> it's so hard I wouldn't tell. recommend the new one because the new one, it made you think that this was going to be a real legitimate documentary about Bigfoot, where I was like, thank God we're in 2021 and every fucking video I see of Bigfoot is a shitty ass phone camera and then they drop it when Bigfoot shows up and then they pull it back up. He's gone. I'm like, what? <laughs> but when I was watching this, the first two episodes of the five episode series or whatever it is, it's like a dude telling you about here are my giant nugs of weed. When I was on my weed farm at 3 a.m., I saw this creature. And then you just start going and I'm like, oh, why? Why do they have to spend two episodes introducing weed? It doesn't make sense. It's now you're discrediting everything that could be. And then it turns out to be a serial killer named Bigfoot that chopped up some people. And I'm like, well, what the hell? Like, this is why people don't take anything seriously about this stuff is because the people that actually want to report about this stuff or talk about this stuff. I researched into the Bigfoot stuff. There's a lot of fake sites online that just sell Bigfoot hair. There's communities of people where I'm looking at them talk about it and I'm watching interviews with them. And I'm like, these people actually give a shit about about trying to find out if there is something like this out there. And they always bring up the trees and, you know, that's how Bigfoot can hide. But I'm like, I want to hear and talk to someone. And that's my whole thing too. As much as you're open-minded, I'm open-minded too. If someone tells me the earth is flat, I want to hear why and how and what they think about it. I would never discern anybody's beliefs, but when you have accounts of aliens and then the UAP report being released and all these accounts, I'm like, Fuck, I want to hear someone talk about it, but not do it in a dumbass Netflix documentary that makes fun of it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just, that's just how, how this, um, that's just kind of how this, uh, this stuff goes. I mean, you know, for every, um, for every good, uh, good book or a good documentary, you know, you, you probably have like 10 bad ones. <laughs> it's just kind of, I don't really consume a whole lot of the documentaries or, or TV shows like I used to. Um, and that's kind of, uh, you know, as I've, uh, you know, got more into writing books and, and no one, no one, or, or having knowledge of, of a lot of the, the people in this stuff, you know, I'm just kind of like, eh, <laughs> I, I just don't consume a whole lot of it. Uh, but you know, that's just me. Well, if you could pick one thing, either if it's cryptozoology, if it's paranormal, if it's anything that you're in a hundred percent belief of, 
that you think that you from from your research anything and then i also want to hear one thing that you're like i can't get down with well i would say i mean for me um when i absolutely uh i guess maybe like like two things that that i absolutely believe in the first i do believe that that um you know, that there was a race of giants on, you know, in, in the past. Secondly, as far as like cryptozoology type things go, I'm not going to say I'm 100%, but I, I really do believe as far as, uh, I'll put it like this. If there is, uh, you know, these large undiscovered creatures out there, I think it's, uh, lake monsters have the, um, the biggest, I would say the biggest probability that, uh, that, that, that they could be out there and could actually exist and actually exist as, you know, an undiscovered creature like Bigfoot, you know, I, I'm kind of on the fence about, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of, a lot of times lean toward maybe it being something more in the, the metaphysical, uh, type realm, but as far as lake monsters go, I mean, there's just like so much water you know there's just so much water there's just so many um reports that you know and, and they're fairly consistent of, of the you know type of um you know uh creature you know as, as far as the uh the multi-humped appearance the long neck and you know and it's worldwide and it just kind of leads me to believe that uh, if there is something out there, if I got to pick one thing, you know, out there, one animal, that's, that's it right there for me. I think I'm in the same boat with you. No pun intended on that one is that I'm a Kraken fanatic. I think that Krakens are hundred percent. And I've actually had a squid biologist talk to me and explain to me why it's not what we think, but there might be something out there. And it's weird because when you start getting into the Kraken territory, then people start bringing up that it might be from another planet because octopuses are kind of like theorized to be from a different planet because there's no other animal that we've discovered. I'm like, man, the ocean is so vast and we have discovered very little of it compared to we're going into space rather than not than focusing in on our oceans or trying to find something deeper down in there where I wonder if there, there might be a sunken city. I don't know if it's like mermaids running around and stuff, but I think it might just be something that we might have lost or something might have shifted and fallen into the ocean where i'm like that could be a high possibility i mean to say that there's not a lake monster even though they've scavenged wherever nessie was reported and they've looked around and ruled it out to be a hoax i'm like i don't know man there's got to be some animals that we have not discovered yet if there's cryptozoology i think is like there's 9.6 billion uh different species out there and then there's like six point something that's only been discovered and there's only a certain amount left that they haven't discovered i'm like there's still a vast amount that we don't know about when we say species there's like insects with um there's a mosquito and there's a mosquito with a slightly different wingspan. And then that's a different species. And then it's like, that's how there's so many of them is there's always variants. And we've not gone to the deepest parts of the ocean to understand what the bloop is, which is that random sound that just goes off. So I'm like, come on. I mean, if there's a megalodon down there, I don't want people searching and waking that thing up, but I'm hoping to God, if there's a crack and it can stop it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just, and there's so much water and you know, the oceans there's, there's places that are so deep and, um, and like, like you're saying that there's, there's so many undiscovered uh, things. I, I want to say I was doing a little bit of research for a, for a book I wrote, um, 
you know, about the water monsters down in uh, South and Central America. And I want to say that uh, at the time, at least, they were averaging like scientists were averaging maybe like around two species a day in the Amazon alone, you know, that they were discovering. And, and you know, usually it's, it's like 2000 something. It's not two. There's 2000 species that was was being discovered, I think, on a total of like a month basis for a long period of time. And then now it's dwindled down to like, I think, maybe 100 that's discovered every month. But I, I don't think it's billion. I think it was million I meant to say. But there's so many stuff out there where I'm like, you can't to say that there isn't. I'm like, that's that's just not in my there's that means you have a definitive answer. And I'm like, I don't even think we have all the fa- we don't even know the facts in our government, let alone the earth. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, like like with these undiscovered species, I mean, usually, you know, it's you know, it's like an insect or, or some variation of a little tiny frog or, or something like that. But um, I can think of one that um, I think this was in 2017 in the Solomon Islands, a scientist discovered it's like this really large rat, like, um, I think it's like four pounds or something like, like just this really big rodent. And, uh, you know, like cracks these big nuts with its teeth, you know, and, uh, and the locals on the island, you know, it always talked about these things existing and stuff and, and, um, scientists finally, um, you know, were able to confirm it. And that just kind of showed me that a lot of these, um, eyewitness reports or, um, you know, things that have uh, been embedded in the, uh, indigenous, uh, tales, uh, in various places, you know, there's something, there's something to some of these stories. And, you know, while they, a lot of times it might sound outlandish, you know, you, we just don't really know what's out there. We just, you know, even, I mean, even, you know, you just think about, uh, you know, even in the Eastern United States, you know, I mean, um, there's just so much there, there's so much land and um you know in the national forests and national parks uh, things like that there's a lot of back country and people you know really seldom venture off of the uh the, the trails and and things like that and there's just there's just so much out there and so much that uh, we don't know about and um you know I, I just don't really rule a whole lot of things out yeah, that's a weird thing about trails because I'm guessing you're in a campground because I'm seeing a fire in the back out your window and I'm hoping that. Oh yeah, not- yeah, I okay. I, uh, I live in an RV, so uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big camping guy because I used to camp from like till I was like 17 years old. I did it like every single weekend. It's nothing, dude. Nothing beats when you're cooking food and you wrap it in tin foil and put it on a campfire and it just soaks. In. It's great, but. Uh, when it comes to like trails, for instance, there's always that carved out path that you can walk, but you start to notice if you're the type of person that doesn't follow that path and you go off to it, you go off on your own and you go exploring without being on the trail, you start to realize that they put up boundaries that you don't get to see when you're on the trail. When you start to go and really explore of how really confined you really are, which I start to look at like, I don't know if it comes from government testing, if it comes from something where they're creating or cloning or doing whatever the hell they got to do, or if they captured whatever could be out there and maybe put it away. But it makes me really speculate and just wonder, just have an open mind on the aspect of like, there's got to be something out there. Like I know there was, um, I don't know if this was, 
oh man, I want to say like 50 something years ago, but there used to be an undocumented amount of unknown islands out there. And one happened to be a CIA test site where they used to launch bombs at. And they said that the animals on this island would just be like morphed and changed in different ways. Reptiles that were bigger than what they were supposed to be. And nobody was allowed to go to that island on an aspect of it was like a CIA test or some type of secret government testing site. And I'm like, man, to think if one of those things that might I don't know. Why do we have uh, the reason we have a donkey and a horse when they breed? It's a mule. You can't breed another mule with another mule because their sperm is infertile. So to keep creating mules, you have a donkey and a horse. So I'm like to think if there isn't just like a random thing out there that might have the stripes of an animal like a cheetah and it might be mixed with a reptile. I'm like to say that it doesn't happen. Come on. Yeah, I mean, and that could be, you know, that could represent, uh, you know, some of your outlandish reports, right? And somebody, um, I, I mean, I, I, I read this one report on uh, on this site a while back, and it was a guy that uh, claimed, you know, swore he saw like a, a Tasmanian tiger. You know, uh, they're extinct. Uh, I think they went extinct in the 30s in in uh, Australia. But uh, he claimed to see something that looked just like, you know, same size, same stripes, everything, a Tasmanian tiger. And this was in Tennessee. You know, so, I mean, is that something like like you're talking about there? <laughs> Some weirdo thing that, uh, you know, escaped or something. And, uh, you know, you have um, along those lines, I mean, it's shocking, you know, the, the more you read up on, on these uh, kind of weird sightings and things, it is shocking how many animals escape, um, you know, for instance, in the U.S., like how many just like how many kangaroos are found and sometimes they don't even know like like where they came from or who had them you know just just all all kinds of weird exotic animals that, that people have and escape I and mean, it it just happens all the time it's it's so you, you know you never know how these kind of things uh account for uh, weird sightings there was just a random uh in a, some random town there was 42 zebras that were just running around because they escaped from some enclosure and I'm like, yeah, up in Maryland, I think. Yeah. So I'm like, and that, that's where I'm from. So I'm looking around like, look, I don't like China created a chimera, which is like a mix of like a bunch of different animals formed into one. They ended up killing it. But I'm like to think that they just like we cloned a sheep in what, 96. And I'm like to think that we just stopped at that one thing and we're not doing it without telling everybody we're doing it. I'm like, maybe that might account for a lot of random things and plus things that happen in nature. We have a you can mix a chihuahua with a wolf. That if you see what that thing looks like, it doesn't look normal. And I'm like, that's probably what can happen out there in nature. There's animals that are probably doing something that. And here's the thing about Bigfoot. I think Bigfoot existed, but I don't think it's around anymore. It's much like Neanderthals used to exist and then they went extinct. There used to be a thing called um, what is the name of the Bigfoot species like Osteopithecus or something like that it used to exist a long time ago. And it used to be and. This is how um, with Bigfoot, the Yeti, all these uh, places that account of a Bigfoot or a Yeti. Now, the Yeti is supposed to be like in the Tibetan mountains. Bigfoot is supposed to be over here in like North America. 
there's accounts that are written into their history of a species with the same exact features, just different characteristics, but the same exact body styles, the same exact gorilla-like structure. And they that was before cell phone. That was before messenger pigeon. That was before any of that. So to think that they randomly both just – we talk about the metaphysical – smoked the same peyote pipe and then were able to see this nature guide or this spirit guide as Bigfoot, I don't know about that. I think it had to be a real thing that might not exist anymore. Yeah, I, I mean that that's possible. I mean, do you think it? Um, you know, I I've heard a lot of people speculate that kind of the same thing that it's something that used to exist, but now what you're seeing is more like a ghost of, of it or something. You know, I mean, if we can see ghosts of of people, um, you know, or there's ghost dogs, uh, ghost horses, things like that. I mean, you know, so supposedly there are um you know couldn't this be kind of something like that i'm more in belief of the paranormal than i think um because i have friends that are have been on my show a bunch of times that are paranormal team investigators and I, i used to be like okay paranormal like i could do stuff like deja vu and stuff i can't really explain it's weird parts of our brain obviously but when i saw one of their live videos of them like talking into a spirit box and being able to communicate and this thing was actually answering back i actually got goosebumps i was like oh fuck like (laughs) i didn't even think about animals having like a, a ghost or something like that but i started to look deeper into it and i'm like i think that's what you're seeing is weird happening now is that the the paranormal stuff the documentaries about it now like skinwalker ranch these are actually legit thorough investigations of stuff where they're not making fun of it like i do got radiation poisoning in one of them because skinwalker ranch has certain parts where there's high radiation levels and it's like very toxic and i mean we're seeing stuff about chernobyl there's wolves in chernobyl that have like they're basically nuclear they're like covered in radiation their hair's falling out their eyes glow a weird color because of the fucking radiation down there i'm like look man that stuff's being looked into more. I think more people are going to start doing more serious, independent, like, um, you know, Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a big Bigfoot fanatic. He made a movie I about it and everything like that. So he's a, he, he, he like is a hundred percent that it's Bigfoot's real. He's seen it, all this type of stuff. Listening to him explain it, you're hearing him talk and bring up so many facts. You're like, oh shit, like I do I need to do research? Like, is this like he's listing off a bunch of sources and stuff? I'll have to send you um uh, the podcast I heard him on. But I was listening to it, I was like, damn it, like if this is real, like you're gonna get me, I might lose all my savings in my bank account trying to find this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you do hear a lot of um a lot of convincing stuff like that. Uh, you know, people people i mean that you would never expect from all walks of life a lot of times uh claim to see one of these things but you know it's i i just get really torn on it sometimes because of you know you would expect to see them right in um out in the pacific northwest and you know these real wilderness areas up in canada things like that but you get reports from everywhere man i mean like uh i've heard reports from like fairfax county virginia you know right right next to dc play you know up in up like in, in bigfoot was storming the capital that, you didn't see <laughs> <laughs> you know you and, and like uh in, in places you just wouldn't expect like uh out like out around um I've, I've read a couple from out like around yuma arizona i mean and I was out there, um, you know, back in February and, uh, I mean, you're lucky to even see a jackrabbit when you, when you go out there. I mean, it's just like so desolate and, and, um, you know, they're, I just don't even know what, 
when a Bigfoot would eat out there, you know, but you just get these, uh, these sightings from everywhere. So I, I, it's just a big mystery to me. I mean, uh, you know, you get so many sightings from so many places and, you know, the thing that always kind of puzzles me about it is, 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 um, you know, it, it would just seem as many reports from, from all over the place that there, that these things are, there would have to just be a large population of them, but at the same time, you know, like any kind of definitive evidence, uh, physical evidence, it's, uh, or even really, a you know, a, a really good, good video evidence, even is just so hard to come by. It's, it, it's just a real mystery to me. I, I don't know what to say. Do you think that real clear evidence would be something that would ch- change it for the good or bad because i'm looking at it in like two ways here where i'm like if bigfoot they found a body of bigfoot and then people started believing it was that it was real then we'd have a bunch of people probably tearing up the nature land trying to look for it and try and find their own piece of bigfoot or it would be a bunch of people that confirmation that like hey there's things out there we need to still explore into this world it's just very hard because people are so different And I think right now, the only kind of benefit that's kind of coming out without any of this being found is that there's a bunch of stories and accounts that might not be proven, but there's just a lot of people interested. And you're seeing a real massive creativity for the good and bad. Like the good creativity is that people can really use their creativity and skills to make shows about it, make books about it, make movies about it, do whatever. And then there's people that want to kind of bleed it dry which kind of sucks like i'm not a fan of uh roswell new mexico really making their whole mcdonald's the shape of a ufo i'm like all right i get it you're trying to make a buck but you know you're also making people that aren't they have a toe in it like me i have a i would say my I'm, i'm up to my ankle in the the type of uh talk about this but there are people that are like what is that about bigfoot and then they hear someone start going to go i can't do that i got a car payment and then they walk off because it's too much for them to be able to handle and it's hard when you get this information like when i started studying government projects and alex jones style things i turned into an alex jones i was losing my shit <laughs> i was like oh my god they're lying to us but that's what happens because it's so much information that your brain has known so much for so long that now it's basically asking that i'm going to reverse everything everything that you just learned and show you that there's more than there's more out there than what you think or what we've discovered. Cause right now I think a lot of people think everything that we've discovered, there's not much left. And I'm like, there's a lot more left. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, if, the, if, if anybody did find any, and we're talking definitive, like you said, like a body or something, um, you know, evidence of Bigfoot. I mean, it would definitely be a double-edged sword, I think. I mean, in one way, I mean, I think it would be good because, yeah, okay, then, you know, maybe, you know, you could get uh, actual um, funding, right, or or grants or something to uh, study, you know, to find, you know, more of these uh, populations. You know, you, you might be able to, you know, get some grants and funding you know to study lake monsters but along with that what you're going to get then you're going to have the gatekeepers you know it's it's going to be the academic community is going to come in and 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 and, you know a lot of people are kind of clamoring for this you know because above all they want uh, like scientific acceptance for ufos or or cryptozoology or whatever 
And, you know, I kind of caution people about that because then you're, you're going to have gatekeepers. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have these official gatekeepers, um, you know, controlling the flow of information, you know, they're, go they're going to have all the funding, you know, they might then have, uh, you know, large sections of forests, uh, you know, kind of blocked off because they're on a, you know, a government funded, um, you know, type of, um, type of hunt for these things. And I think, you know, anytime you get these gatekeepers, I'm all about free flow of information, you know, good, bad, you know, indifferent. And, uh, I, I just don't, I, I don't like gatekeepers, you, you know, and, and if, if you have that, that's not going to be good. Number two, I mean, if, if you prove, you know, if, if you prove that, uh, Bigfoot exists, you know, definitively, like we talked about, well, I mean, you know, the fun's kind of over. I mean, like, yeah, you know, the, th the thing that I like about all this is the mystery of it. So, I mean, there, I probably, a that doesn't want to see it solved and that that's anathema you know to a lot of folks but to me i just really enjoy the mystery of it all and um you know if you can prove if somebody proves that it, it exists well that mystery has gone now i mean i think it would be it would be a good thing and you know you could probably get uh, protections enacted uh you know for these uh creatures and that's what a lot of people say is they want uh you know protection and legislation to uh, protect bigfoot or protect lake monsters but uh, then on the other hand do you really need protections right because i mean if we're not able if we've not been able to find a, a bigfoot body I, I think they're doing all right on on their own you know <laughs> i also look at it like if you really think that like drilling into the ocean and if it was going to affect a lake monsters area you think it wouldn't defend itself you really think that a giant kraken wouldn't just take Take a tentacle and slap you but that's what i like too is the mystery aspect of stuff even though i've talked to a squid biologist who was like here and i i'm, I'm kind of on the i like the science aspect of it too but at the same time man the mystery in the stories in the folklore these are things that have been brought upon for generations upon generations bigfoot stories now might be bigfoot stories about how we hear someone talk about seeing bigfoot or coming across it at a campground yellowstone whatever but They've been told throughout generations upon generations. This isn't like it's just taking different names in different forms. I mean, we have religious texts that get passed down to where we have today. But if you look at every single story that's been passed down, every single biblical reference, everything, that's kind of the whole point and the fun of it all as well, too, is not knowing that, you know, all these types of things, but having a faith and belief in it, which makes you kind of like hope for something in a way. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I agree totally. I mean, you know, to it, as far as these things go, I mean, whether it be, you know, these cryptids or, um, or, or ghosts or, you know, certain government conspiracies, I mean, to me, just not, not knowing, not being able, not being able to prove it, you know, I, but, but feeling like there's so much anecdotal, evidence there that there has to be something to it right that's why i'm just i'm drawn to things like that and um I, yeah i guess really uh you know maybe if you did prove some of these things um you know it might kind of ruin it but you know i don't think we're really uh in any danger of that um, you know because uh let's face it i mean after uh 
as many people as are out in the woods, uh, looking for Bigfoot. I mean, still the best video that there is, is the Patterson Gimlin video. And that's what, uh, 50, 50 couple years old or thereabouts. Uh, um, I, you know, you, you've got some, you know, you got some good tracks, some inconclusive hair, and really, I mean, <laughs> as many people as out there and as much attention as there is that that's about all you've got. And, and, you know, as far as some of these other cryptids, you know, you have even less. So, I mean, I think the mystery is always going to be there, you know, like as far as things like ghosts go, I, I, I don't know how anybody would ever really prove that one way or another. And even if you did kind of conclusively prove that something's going on i don't know how you would prove exactly you know like what a ghost is you know so i mean i think there's never going to be a a lack of a mystery out there for us i think the interesting thing with the ufo stuff is either my thoughts on it is that it's something from like a government technology that they haven't released to us yet because they're always like 50 years in front of us but i think it's something like that but when I hear the UFO stories or the encounters of people being abducted and they're like really spacey and it seems like it's fake or they're lying, I look at it like this is exactly what someone does when their brain's trying to compartmentalize something that in words that are in our everyday speech that they can't really correlate with what they saw because there's probably not any words for what they saw now i've had three guests probably over a year in between each other that have given me the same exact story of their own personal encounter one guy who spent like I think it was like 12 years in Alaska, another guy that saw it in California, and then another dude that worked on an oil rig back in like 1998. And they talk about these three lights in the sky. And I'm like, man, that's three people that don't know each other, that have no interaction with each other that I've talked to that have just tossed that story out and explained the exact same thing. So I'm in the boat of like, there's definitely something we can't explain. But with all this UFO stuff, I'm just hoping it gets more people to be interested in our government because when people start rattling off the UFO stuff, they start talking about a lot of government shit. I'm like, bruh, this is letting people know that there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't even know about yet. Like you think they don't know how to brainwash. That's a lie. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where it, you know, where it really needs to go. But, um, you know, I I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn on it. Cause you know, with the UFO stuff and, and, and all of, you know, this, this stuff that's come out lately, and the government essentially admitting that, oh, yeah, you know, we've been looking at this stuff for a while. But then you've got people in the UFO community. They're they're like, oh, we're we're on the brink of disclosure. And it's like, OK, let me get this straight. So, you know, for the last 30 years, you know, you've been talking about how the government's hiding everything. And <laughs> and now the government, you know, essentially admits something and, you know, you think that, uh, we're on the brink of disclosure. So you're going to, you're actually going to trust, you know, what they're, you know, what they're getting ready to disclose. I mean, you know, what, so whatever they're, you know, they're admitting to, I don't, you know, I I'm kind of skeptical of, you know, if it's some kind of, uh, maybe misinformation or if it's, Hey, look over here, but you know, 
what what you really need to be focused on is, is actually over there you know you look at the timing of the you know you, you've always and when they when they do let something out like that you've always got to look at the timing right so i've always said like look guys you know if the uh, if the government ever admits that there are extraterrestrials or, or something like that behind some of this you better watch out because they're trying to distract you some from something really nefarious that they're either doing <laughs> or about to do when did they you release know, the uap kind of where i'm at with the with the whole stuff when they released the uap yeah, what were thing. they what were they trying to well, I was saying yeah, when it's they, like, what were they really trying to get your mind off of? You well, know? well, during the pandemic, when the whole thing was happening, they threw out the UAP thing like it was nothing. And then nobody paid attention to that because everybody was more worried about getting toilet paper and shit. And I'm like, look, they're going to really they, yeah. <laughs> it took them. First of all, I might have the unpopular opinion in this, but I just want to know what the fuck happened to JFK. That's it. I understand he was assassinated, but there's a lot of shit where I'm like, hey, man, can somebody look into this better? Because if there's still 50 unclosed documents that haven't been released to us i might have the unpopular opinion in that but when i look at like the uap stuff or the ufo stuff they're always releasing something but then when you look at it everything's so redacted and it's so like backwards and it's very very hard to i'm like can you just give a clear answer if there's stuff you can't explain out there a, a, a ship technology you're hiding something and then that's when the ufo twitter where i have an issue with is that there are people that are generally interested into the fun of it, which I fucking love. But then there's the people that act like they have that definitive answer. And I'm like, man, you can't. I don't they haven't even nobody has one yet. I don't even know if we don't even know if this if the Earth's not flat. There's been people going up into space. But damn it, I've talked to so many friends of mine that are flat earthers. And I'm like, oh, my God, they bring up so many points. I'm just like, I can't even do this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah yeah you're right i mean it's there, there's just a lot of um weird uh questions out there for this stuff and uh you, you know it just i would just caution people i mean when when the government's uh releasing these videos or or this or that i mean i i, I wouldn't get too wound up over it one way or the other i mean they're they're essentially not ever going to tell you anything um you know it's my point or, or if they do it's it's going to be a dis, you know to distract you or or um there's there's good not, nothing good is is, is going to come out of anything that they uh release or or whatever um you know you get these people i mean they were i remember before the government uh you know released that report here recently you know about the uaps and you know like it's just like i knew all these people that you know i mean they were just on the edge of their seat and then they read it and like oh yeah that's a big nothing burger it's like what did you what did you expect yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like what i was where, where have you been you know well it's kind of like we get right to the precipice and then they kind of get distracted by something two years ago around this time there was people trying to storm area 51. That was a big thing. And then that just died off. And it's like, we always, and every single thing that happens in this world is like whatever riot or protest, whatever we get like right to the doorstep of something happening. And then we get distracted by something and then go right back to the beginning. And it all just keeps repeating over and over again. I'm like, look, man, I'm going to quote Ron white on this one. when it's about life, 
it's kind of like when you're waiting in line for like three hours for a roller coaster and that cart finally pulls up because you're at the front of the line you see it and it's got holes in the seat and it's all rickety and rusty and shit you just go fuck it i'm riding it anyway and you hop in it and you just throw your hands up and scream when the loop-de-loop comes (laughs) that's a good analogy Oh, man. But Denver, look, man, you've given me enough of your time. I'd love to have you back on again, man. But is there a place where people can find you at um, your books, for instance, on Amazon and then your site as well, too? Yeah, uh, the best place, you know, for my books, just go to Amazon, go to my just look up, uh, just search uh, Denver Michaels on Amazon. All my books are there. You can you can get them all there. Uh, Some of them you can get at Barnes and Noble and and places like that, too. Um, My website, denvermichaels.net. I have a blog and I, uh, I put something out usually at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Um, uh, I'm most uh, social media. I'm most active on Twitter, uh, underscore Denver Michaels. Um, I'm I also have a Facebook page author Denver Michaels, but uh, Twitter's really the, uh, the place to go. If you want to interact with me, well, I'll make sure I link it all in the description and thanks for listening to this episode of out of the blank.